We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode nine of Drop Anchor. Bugs on the Boat. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. And Kendra. And welcome to the Drop Anchor podcast. Last week, we made some mistakes. There are some errors in that episode that we should probably correct. (laughs) Well, if anyone was fact-checking. Yeah, like, for example, um, (laughs) if you are a teenage girl... And you watched the movie Tangled a thousand times, like our teenage girls have. Five year old girl, right now. I don't know if I I guess are they still watching Disney movies? Like, are they only watching the new ones? Right. If we had a grandchild in five years, I would totally play that movie. Okay. Well, what what mistake did we make (laughs) when we referenced that movie? And I hope we don't have a grandchild in five years. Oh God, no! (laughs) I don't know why I threw that number out there. I just like the movie. Um, so we we said. I said, <laughs> Finn Ryder. I didn't even say Ryder. You said Ryder. But yeah, it, it sounded so correct. And then afterwards, I was listening to it. I'm like, who the heck is Finn Ryder? It's we're just, Flynn. We're just getting old. Uh, so, Let our kids correct us. Correction number one, Flynn Ryder. Um, and anyone Sorry, else, Disney. <laughs> anyone else that was watching, listening to the episode <laughs> would have caught that. Uh, the next one, probably not many people would have caught it just because they don't know our story well enough. No, my mom helped me. Well, I thought of it and then she also... Yeah. She knew it. So it turns out that uh, the person that I reminded Kendra of when I was going down to California and visiting her was not... uh, It's still Keanu Reeves. Just (laughs) not the version that I was throwing out there. (laughs) So for correction, um, it was not uh, Keanu Reeves from Wayne's World because he wasn't in Wayne's World. Now, he was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It was a goofy movie. There's two guys. Sorry, I was young when that those came out. So, <laughs> Right, right. So, uh, well, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure does include a couple of goofy guys, but uh, you did the math on the... Well, no, I went and looked at his hair. I, afterwards, I, I Googled up the movie, and he's got like <laughs> like a big bowl cut, and he's really young. And that's not what I looked like? That's That's not it. Okay, so then the next movie you thought that it had to have been was The Matrix. Yes. And there's a period where Keanu has very short... I mean, they, they shave him bald in that movie. Oh, right. And so I think that's why you thought, okay, maybe that was it. But it turns out it wasn't The Matrix either. No, and I looked it up. It came out in 99, and we met in 97. Right, so that wouldn't work. And so what movie <laughs> starred Keanu Reeves... <laughs> it just hit me one that day. ...that made you think of me, or made you think that I looked like him, or whatever? A movie I was obsessed with, which with- is really funny that I didn't think of it. I watched it 150 times that year. So what's the movie? Speed. Speed. Keanu Reeves in Speed. So, Keanu Reeves, if you ever listen to this, I'm sorry for messing up all your movies and the timeline. Perfect. And uh, one more correction, which no one else on the planet except maybe your mom would have known. And actually, actually, I think she got it wrong, too, was we were right. debating. It, it was only the photo album that corrected us. Right. We were debating whether or not I first met Kendra when she was 17 or 16. And I swear, swore up and down it had to have been when she was 17. I was 16. You were 16, which means that I actually went down. I was right. That's what it means. Yes, dear. (laughs) Uh, It also means that there were two years back to back that I couldn't stand Kendra. And that's how I remembered the story for a long time. Like, 
We went two years of you not talking to me and not liking me. Right. It was the third year. Yeah. So there we go. So that those are the corrections for last week's episode. Sorry. So this week um, has been kind of a busy week. I think we should talk about it. What have we been doing? Well, we uh, kind of bought a boathouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we mentioned we mentioned a couple weeks back that we were doing this, and yeah. then we mentioned that we had you know started the process. We have a boathouse now. Well, and we should say we're renting it for the first month, and then we'll purchase it. Kind of giving us a little bit like, what does it feel like? Yeah. Um, we're, we'll, we want to give ourselves an out just because right. we were debating it, and like if we hate this thing, no, we're out. Um, we think it's going to work for us. It's, it's already started raining here and uh, I'm oh, already yeah. thinking about having to deal with that. I didn't think about that. Our yeah. boat was not being rained on last yeah. night. That is pretty cool. <laughs> Never mind. I like it. <laughs> so we've got a boathouse and we've learned a whole bunch of things just in the first couple of days of owning it. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we should probably mention like, so just for maybe visual, your mom was with us this week and so she got to be in on the moving of the boat into the boathouse with us so that was fun so once we once we signed papers for the boathouse at least for the rental agreement we well we were my thought was to just hop on the boat with just kendra and i and then go straight to the boathouse um kendra (laughs) wisely had other plans she thought we should have the kids First mates will think of like can i do this job by myself today no i think i need my crew Right. So. And the crew, of course, are our teenage daughters, <laughs> yes. which is awesome. And they make a wonderful crew. So we ran home, got the kids, well, got my mom. We waited a couple hours. The tide was really far out when we did that. We waited for the tide to come in. Yeah, I, I think it's probably safe to go out when the tide's low, but it does create another layer of uncertainty. So yeah, yeah we should wait. Where the boathouse is, it's can be it's it's lower. Right. So we waited, but then we got the kids. Got on the boat. Um, one of the new jobs as of Mother's Day <laughs> that we've had to assign a child is um, right now we've been, what do you call that? We're pulling the dinghy. Yeah, we, do, we instead of mounting it onto that? the boat, we just tow it behind us. It's got a name, right? Besides towing it? No, I think it's just towing oh. the dinghy. You just tow it behind you. Oh, I thought it was like some fancy name. <laughs> not not everything not everything in boating has a different name than like people on land. Sometimes it's just, just the same thing. I'm expecting it to have a different name. So we're pulling that. And on Mother's Day, we were going to take the boat out because it was a nice day. And we were backing the boat out of the slip. And uh, all of a sudden, I don't know who noticed it even. I think it was Hayden. I think Hayden did. Because she's usually in the back, but that wasn't one of her jobs. The back, she was, she's always in the back to make sure we don't, you know, hit anything. We're 40 feet. And that's a lot to back out of a slip. And it's kind of a tight spot. Right. Um, there's usually a boat behind us. So it's, it's like, don't hit that boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice boat too. <laughs> um, so she starts yelling, you know, like, stop. And so we cut the engines and luckily that day there actually wasn't a boat behind us and so we could just slowly go into the spot where there's a normally a boat behind us and kind of assess the situation and what was the situation Kendra? uh the rope which well, i'm going to say rope but i know it's line but i want to say rope first and then say what you call yeah, the line and, and that's funny it's kind of timely because this is one of the things where boat people do call things differently than land yeah. people there are no ropes on a boat there are lines. lines so i but i want to say rope for the non-boat people All right. um and so it got sucked around the 
propeller shaft. Yeah. Yay! I got it. So <laughs> a boat part I got. So when you have an older line that doesn't float, uh, it droops in the water. And if your dinghy that you're towing isn't pulled real snug up to you, you've got that line drooping into the water. And we must have had it drooping more than normal because we had backed out before. With yeah, it. we've never <laughs> we've and never it, had that issue before. And it wasn't an issue. Um, but Josh posted it online, and quite a few people were like, "Oh, yep, done that." So, I mean, that helped. We didn't feel too stupid. <laughs> um, but you know, we had to deal with that. Right. So, because of that, we now always have a kid assigned to the back of the boat, so that when well, we're no, going in reverse, Hayden has to watch we're not hitting something, and now Charlie holds the line right. for the dinghy. Right. So. There we go. So we have our kid, you know, a couple of the kids in the back as we are now taking the boat to the boathouse, um, bringing you guys back up to the present. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's why we brought them because I was why, like, right. I can't back you out. Hold the dinghy. <laughs> right. Um, so as we get to the boathouse, the first thing I notice is that the curtain, which is sort of like the garage door, isn't all the way open the way we had left it. Oh, right. We didn't tie it off. And so we learned we have to tie off the boathouse door, well, and there's the different, curtain in order to get in. There's different doors. So like there's the ones with, say, a garage door type. They open um, like oh, a yeah, garage Oh, yeah, the curtain's door. drawn up. Right, right. right. Ours, ours is drawn not. sideways. So if that sounded confusing, it's because ours goes sideways like a big curtain Yeah, would go. Like you'd pull your curtains open. Yep. And so if you don't tie it off properly, sometimes the wind will catch it and put it right in your way. And so... I'd say the curtain was closed about a quarter of the way, reducing some visibility, not a, me- right. not a well, big just, problem, just annoying. I just called the kids up and was like, okay, it's going to take a few more of us up front so I can push the curtain back. And then on that side of um, the Yacht Club, um, there's a current coming from Capitol Lake, right? That's where the current's coming mm-hmm. from. Um, and so we had to adjust a couple, well, once we, we had to try again because the current kind of pushes the boat so instead of your car just being able to go in it'd be like through a river (laughs) (laughs) the river's kind of pushing your car and you got to get it just right to angle it and um so we were halfway into the boathouse i'd finally gotten the curtain pushed back i had had two girls up front with me hayden's in the back holding the dinghy and watching our back and all of a sudden hayden screams yeah we're not gonna fit we're not gonna fit it doesn't fit (laughs) so this is weird and and again i'm at i'm at the at the helm of the boat steering it in and she's yelling that and i'm running through the numbers in my head like what is she talking about oh yeah this is a 50 foot boathouse that has a 16 foot well so you can fit a 16 foot boat in there basically from side to side from side to side and our boat's only 40 feet long and our boat's only 13 and a half or something feet 13 wide. 13 feet, 11 inches wide. Oh, so 14 feet wide. So in my yeah. head, again, so we have, plenty of room. We have a couple feet. Plenty of room. And I'm thinking, what on earth? Like, what, what could I possibly be hitting? Right, me too. And... The one number... <laughs> There's one dimension we didn't measure. <laughs> we made sure we fit in long. We made sure we fit in wide. What about tall? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> so... The, the center, at the center of our boat is a pole that goes up, and it's the pole that holds the radar. It's like the radar tower. Yeah. And on top of the pole is, is an additional little wooden pole that goes up that's holding a light for our boat. Mm-hmm. And that light pole is about two feet, uh, two feet tall. So the height of the boathouse is, what, 18-something? Like, we knew it was 18, like 18.6? 18.6. Yeah. So since our boat is smaller uh, in, you know, in the main dimensions, uh, we just assumed it would be just fine. But we have a... Well, I didn't assume... <coughs> Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. I didn't assume. Um, 
I actually looked up, I couldn't look up our boat for the height. It's an older boat and I tried and I couldn't find heights on it. Yeah. Um, plus, over the years, people modify them. And so there's no way to know what. Yeah, like we've got like two huge stock. outriggers, like fishing lines right. um, on the sides of our boat uh, that I think they're 20 feet tall by the time right. they're And extended. that's because it came from California years ago. And in California, it was used as a fishing boat. So I looked up other boats <laughs> that I knew were close in our size and their heights. And a lot of them were around 15 feet um, to 16 feet. Yeah, plenty. So I thought... Okay, we've got a couple of feet. We're good. And so I didn't think about looking at our boat after that, and I should have. So on the top of our <laughs> boat, uh, like a lot of boats, is a is a radar tower. There's something there to hold the radar, whether it's a tower or a bar or something. And ours also has a light pole on top that uh, extends quite a few feet above the radar tower, or the a, radar, rather. A couple of feet. And uh, that couple of feet is exactly too many couple of feet <laughs> <laughs> tall for our boathouse uh, for the entrance. And so, um, yeah, so again, we, we engines were already, you know, we cut the engines. We um, we tied off. We, t- we tied off, but we're, our, half of our boat is sticking out of the boathouse now. And I'm looking at this thing, panicking, thinking, what the heck? We just signed papers for this thing, and now our boat doesn't <laughs> fit in it. Um, so then the boathouse became quite handy real quick. So Josh starts needing tools. He's thinking, you know, he's got to go get tools. And he says, you know, he needs a hammer. And Charlie climbs off the boat, runs over to like where they have a tool bench already. And the lady selling the boathouse, her husband had passed away. So she said, you know, she didn't have a need for the tools so we could just have the tools. And so Charlie finds a hammer, brings the hammer over. Yep, screwdrivers. <laughs> screwdrivers. Um, and at some point, I'm like, oh, I'm not tall enough. I'm going to need a ladder. <laughs> and there's a ladder in the boathouse. Charlie's like, oh, I've seen a ladder in here. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I, I hadn't even done inventory. They're just, I like, know there's tools everywhere. Right. So Josh basically didn't even have to move a lot. We're all just bringing him stuff. And um, it didn't take that long. No. So I ended up climbing up the ladder and I, I tried just simply disassembling the light tower. No good. I actually had to saw the wooden portion of the light tower down. <laughs> yeah. I think the... It what was rotted. Yeah, enough. the wood was yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I just sawed it off. I'll figure out a replacement later. Yeah. Um, but we got that thing removed and everything else fit just fine. Yeah. And well took the fishing pole. The things. outriggers down, yeah. Yeah. And if you want to see pictures of <laughs> what that looks like, they're on online. Yeah, we've got them on Instagram. Uh just go to at the drop anchor on Instagram and you can see the pictures there. Yeah. So getting our boat into the boathouse, uh, Obviously, was a little bit of an ordeal, but once we got it in, tied yeah. it off, uh, we noticed a couple things really quickly. One is that because our boat is narrower than the total well size, right, a couple feet. Yeah, our boat has to be scooted to one side. So you, you get the boat tied off, but if you walk around the boat the other <laughs> side, there's a gap of what, three, four feet of just open water between no, the boat and the boathouse. Two feet. Well, it's two feet from like the side, but I guess if you're looking at the well, the boathouse wall. From, from to the boathouse oh. wall, it's like four feet. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's fine. When, you, when you're docked in a slip, you're only docked to one side. And there's big open water to the other side of you. Right, but you never go over there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sure. Unless you float. I don't know. So Josh thought it was like maybe inconvenient to have to walk around the entire boat to get from one side to the other since we don't fit to be able to just 
walk on either side. And so I look down and he's on the back swim step and he leaps to the other side (laughs) because walking around is too much work. (laughs) Yeah. No problem with that. No problem at all. Then I look over and he is just staring down at the water, (laughs) like kind of sad. And he just looks up with these big eyes and I'm like, what? What'd you do? And he's like, I had my sunglasses clipped to the front of my shirt. Had being <laughs> the important part. And he's looking at the bottom I'm like, no. They, did yeah. they fall off? Within a couple of seconds, <laughs> my sunglasses uh, drifted down into complete darkness. Gone, gone, gone. Yep. So what <laughs> I learned go. is even though I'm comfortable jumping the span... Maybe I shouldn't do that while carrying things. And maybe I shouldn't do that at all. Ever. <laughs> um, hence, he's having ankle surgery <sighs> on Monday. That's not related. Maybe you're just trying to like. I'm trying to get out all of my did, jumps before yeah. I'm not allowed to walk you're anymore. Not allowed. Yeah. So that's one thing we all of a sudden were like, huh. I mean, we've got kids. How often are things going to fall down there? Plus, he's thinking. How can I <laughs> go retrieve my sunglasses? So back when we ran over the line on Mother's Day, Josh borrowed some equipment from a friend and got in the diving water. Equipment. Got diving in, equipment. Diving equipment, yeah. Diving equipment. Got in the water and, you know, the, I said it the first time now. I'm not Propeller gonna, shaft. Yep. That thing um, is like only a couple of feet below the water line. And so he figured he could reach it and cut us free yeah so i i so, put on uh goggles uh, got a <laughs> snorkel tube in my mouth and a knife uh, uh, i've got a knife in my hand and i'm like i can do this i can totally do this <laughs> uh it's hard it's really hard i tried several times um turns out you know holding your breath is one thing but when you're trying to aggressively saw at a line around a propeller shaft that you can barely see and it's cold <laughs> and you can't help but think that there's a jellyfish like sliding up your pant leg wow um, i didn't know yeah that that crossed my mind i mean we do have a lot of jellyfish <laughs> um yeah so that that ended miserably so i ended up you know calling out a diver to do that so I failed at that, right? And so, <laughs> so I thought, surely, surely you can go sh- like surely, fifteen feet under the water. Be... <laughs> <laughs> so I put on the diving suit after my sunglasses went in. Um, we waited till low tide, but but I um, still I turned on the depth finder, and we were at fifteen feet even at low tide. Yep. So I uh, <laughs> yeah put on the diving suit, put the goggles on, um, jump in the water, and you know here's the thing: I bought. Uh, a diving flashlight thinking this yep. is going to be just fine. We stopped and bought that on our, <laughs> on our way down there. And I get in the water and I put my head a foot, two feet underwater and like nothing. The flashlight's on and it's just nothing. Yeah. That didn't last long. No. So uh, second attempt at <laughs> doing anything with any sort of diving equipment was a complete failure. I think um, maybe we'll sign you up for some classes. I, I think so. I think so. But we um, did run into a diver in the parking lot a couple days later. Yep. And uh, he said, like, yeah, I'll get it for you. Hey, we lost some sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and he went down and in less than five minutes came up with the sunglasses. Perfect. So. But now I'm very concerned about all the things that can fall into the water because right. at the moment, um, my ego was shot down a little bit. I won't be quick to just dive down and retrieve it. Right. Um, I'd rather our kids and myself not drop anything else. Yeah, so we got to figure out something. Yep. Life on a boat. 
<laughs> you know, and so, it makes me think. So, uh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say. So, speaking of. Oh no no I've got one more thing. Oh. So, <laughs> dropping stuff is one thing. I've actually been thinking about safety quite a bit. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go out on a boat, um, you know, common sense, you've got to have your life jackets on board. And if you go out in a dinghy, you're supposed to be wearing your life jacket if you're a kid. Um, just getting we on and off. We do make our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> getting on and off the boat in the boathouse, there's another dimension of safety that we have to think about. There's there's more risk. Right. So at some point, uh, I may have the family have some kind of life jacket protocol We've got those little ones, like the instant inflate ones. Right. So they can put them on, get on the boat, take them off. And that's just our normal routine. Um, I, The thought of one of our kids just running inside to grab something and falling and then no one being around to help them concerns me a little bit. Yeah, I think that we'll probably practice like the buddy system. There's going to be a lot of times sure. yeah. where you can't just be alone. Uh, mostly because in the boathouse, there's not a lot. I mean, you've got, if you fell in at the front, you've got 40 feet to swim to the back. Um, to be able to get out, really. Yeah. And um, in a panic, I don't think you would think that through. And in the winter, the water is cold. Um, and unfortunately, we have heard stories from the yacht club. Yeah, of people falling um, in and not making it. Yeah. And so they've in, they've installed more ladders. Um, but when we were, were looking around the boathouse, we realized there isn't one. So that will also be... The ladders some, going into the water. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, we'll install more ladders and... Yeah. Yeah, these are things you got to think about. <laughs> not not like something fun to think about, but definitely something we have to think about. So, along with other things we've done this week, we had one more <laughs> thing. <laughs> one more little challenge that we encountered. We encountered that this we week. didn't think about. Yeah. Um found a flea in our house. You found one flea? <laughs> is there such a thing as one flea in a house? There is not. There is not. So as soon as I saw it, I I was like, nope, nope, that's... Nope, we have a problem. So <laughs> we have good. we have an indoor cat. We have two outdoor dogs. We have an indoor cat, and uh, we've never had a flea issue ever. No, we uh, did one time. No, with this cat. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, we've never... We, we haven't had a flea issue with this cat, and... Uh, so she doesn't have to have a, she's never had to have a flea call or we, nothing. We haven't no. done anything. Well, we've had a couple cats since her too. Um, our first flea problem, Hayden was nine months old. We just moved into a house and they must've had, they had a dog. So they must've had a flea problem, um, was finding fleas on Hayden. And so the solution was my mom drove us from, um, up my childhood cat because she said the best way to get rid of them is you want the cat to attract the fleas. Oh, yeah. Because at that time, we didn't have any. To keep them off of Hayden. Any furry so, pets. Right. Because we didn't have any pets at the time. So that's how we ended up with my cat. Um, but this time, yeah, I mean, we, we've had, I don't know, five, six cats. And no flea issues. I mean, no. I mean, that sounds terrible. But we lived in the country. Oh, so yeah. Sometimes you lose cats. So we lost a couple in the country. But um, this cat is purely indoors. She literally never has stepped. She's her foot never been outside. outside. And she we, hates outside. During our our home renovation, uh, we've had contractors going in and out the doors, leaving well, doors open, and uh, and my dad even said we had the walls taken down, Josh. Oh down, yeah, down yeah, here yeah. for like a month. Yeah, we, we had, were exposed to the outside. Yeah, plastic. A big plastic sheet was was protecting us from the outside. <laughs> right. I mean, we were. This has been a big reno. Like if you were picturing a small reno, no, no, no. Yeah, we've basically <laughs> we rebuilt missing. the house. 
We, we rebuilt half the house. So thinking maybe they jumped in during either, right, construction, the doors were open. Right. Anyway. All that being said, um, we've now been dealing with some fleas. And so this got us to thinking, okay, is is this going to be a problem on the boat? Like, what, what problems do we have on land that we're going to bring with us? Because we were thinking... When we move on to a boat, like we won't have a, a yard to mow anymore. We won't have any weeds to pick. Like we're going to get rid of all these problems. Um, but as we've already figured, there are some problems on boats that don't exist on land, like dropping our sunglasses in. Um, but there are some problems that uh, are just going to follow us. And right. so there's still if, bugs. If we're bringing a cat onto a boat um, and a couple of dogs, then uh, yeah, we're going to have to figure out how to deal with that. And so uh, I bought Kendra a book on um, boat life, basically. For my birthday, wow, uh, in June. Yep, and it's got a bunch of just little quips, um, little tips and tricks, and there is actually a section on dealing with fleas. Yeah, it's it's a cool book. Um, these people actually went around and interviewed people living on their boats and asked them, you know, how they dealt with stuff. And so they asked a couple how they dealt with fleas. And it's funny, they didn't go into fleas on dogs, only on a cat. Um, but the one couple they interviewed... They just regularly vacuum their cat. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know how they survived uh, doing that. Not 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 the uh, not the cat. The people. Like I, I feel like our cat would just go crazy if we tried to vacuum her. We could try. <laughs> I don't we'll know. We'll tell you about that with scrapes and scratches and bites next week. Yeah. Well, you've showered her. Um, you know, she's taking a few showers now. Yeah. But. So we try, we're, we're trying to be, we always have, I guess, a more chemical-free house um, as it is. Like, I don't clean with chemicals, so um, I don't like using chemicals. So we're trying, we've been trying to avoid doing this with chemicals, getting rid of Toxic fleas. chemicals. Like water's a chemical, technically. Okay, science man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, toxic chemicals. <laughs> And like even on the cat, like I hate doing it. I hate putting it on her, but I really don't want to deal with fleas. I mean, they brought like the plague or something, right? I mean, they're gross. <laughs> they're nasty. It's true. We're trying to avoid spraying um, the plague, you guys. You get like flea bites and stuff. So I spent two days uh, washing all the sheets, every blanket, every cloth, every hamper. I mean, I cleaned everything that I thought maybe they could be in. Somebody listening to this could tell me where fleas go, um, but we cleaned all the furniture. So in the meanwhile, uh, knowing that we're going to be bringing the cat onto a boat, um, what, aside from <laughs> vacuuming your cat, <laughs> uh, what are some other things that it said about uh, preventing fleas or, or, or preventing the likelihood of getting fleas or whatever? Well, basically it says don't let your cat get off the boat. That's it. That's their... That's their tip? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> which is funny because that shouldn't be a problem. Um, I don't see us letting Nala off the boat because she doesn't like to go outside. But we'll have dogs and they'll go to the bathroom on land and then come back right. on the boat. So I, I'm i guessing they're going to... So this book does not give us a solution? Not for fleas. Nah, shoot. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> There's another chapter on bugs and other bugs. And vermin. <laughs> uh, vermin, like rodents? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, there's other things that <sighs> there's some tips for. Well, the cat should take care of the rodents. Not too worried about that. What other, what other bugs? Do... I don't know. I was actually going to throw it out there and be like, hey, if you live on a boat and you have pets, you know. Just plan to deal with bugs? <laughs> no, like, tell us your tips. Oh. Like, how do you deal with bugs? Or did, Or does most people not bring their pets and we're crazy? 
Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> because then there's a, oh, there's another chapter on litter boxes. And then that got me thinking litter box. <laughs> like, could we train her to go in the bathroom? Like on um, Meet the Meet parents? the Parents? Is that an ancient reference? Oh, I'm sure. But it's, it's funny. Does anyone else know what movie that is? I guess probably. Uh, we're back on a movie. I promise this time it's not needing to be fact checked. All, right, all right. No, no, I, I remember that. We just watched that. Uh, okay. So, um, yeah. So sometimes you got to deal with bugs and that doesn't change if you get onto a boat. No. No. So that is boat life 101. Did, I don't know. Did the, uh, did the book mention any other kind of bugs? Any other things to, to have to deal with? Well, just um, ants. But mostly like you're bringing these on. It's not like all of a sudden you just, they crawled on. Like it says that they, they um, if you were to get grass, like a clump of it, I mean, it literally says a clump of grass. Um, <laughs> then the, the couple they interviewed for that, they got a clump of grass for their pet hermit crab on their boat. <laughs> huh. So there are people with pets. I mean, if there's chapters on this, I yeah, guess, then we're not the only done. ones. It's been done, yeah, They're, yeah. You know, because we'll be also bringing a lizard, so he doesn't eat grass, though. So that's good. <laughs> right. No problem there. <laughs> um, but yeah, they brought on the grass and they must have carried like eggs, you know, in the dirt. Yeah. And then they had an ant problem. All right. So they set traps. I mean, it's just like in our house. The only difference is in your house, you can call the pest control guy. He's going to come and spray the perimeter and that does help keep, you know you know, the bugs away or whatever. Um, there's no spraying the boat. Not around the boat. Yeah, the, the perimeter boat. of our boat is water. <laughs> it's water. Not helpful. Um, and then another critter, we took the dinghy out the other night, and we turned around, and it's like, is that a log? Do you remember this? You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, you don't. Oh, is that a log? No, it wasn't a log. It was, a, it was an otter, well, I think. And Charlie's like, no, it's a log. And we're like, I'm like, but that log completely it turned, turned around. around. <laughs> that log's looking at me, Charlie. <laughs> that is not so a log. So we tried to get close to it, and it scooted under one of the uh, boathouse doors. Yeah. The curtain. And so, and I don't know, a couple months ago, we were walking through the boathouses, and there was a guy spraying out his uh, boathouse. And we're like, oh, you're just cleaning? He's like, no, an otter got in here. So apparently otters, if you don't have like a good system to keep them from jumping up when it like into your boathouse, and I guess in the winter it's worse, but so we'll have to think about this, is that the otters will, they can jump pretty high because it's, what, we're three feet off the water? Uh, yeah, maybe, I think. They've got to jump three feet, but... but otters don't like to poop in water, maybe? I don't know. They're notorious for pooping in boathouses. Well, on decks. Like <laughs> right, you right. can You can almost like step in it on the docks. Like, yeah, so they must just like to poop on land. Yeah, and it stinks. It stinks oh, really it bad. it smells so bad. We'll have, we've will have we already talked. Like, we got to come up with <laughs> some kind of gate. We've been passing other boathouses and looking at their fences and stuff. And I'm like, right. okay, we've got to get a fence up. I think that our dogs will probably keep otters from getting up into oh, our boathouse. Um, but now I'm worried that our dogs are going to jump into the water to get otters. Oh. Like, I think they might chase them, which is another reason to have a fence, like, they, like a perimeter to keep them from jumping so into the water. Instead of chasing squirrels, right. they might chase otters. Yeah. <laughs> this is all just so funny. Like, there's... So many things you never thought about. But, but like, there's still the same kind of issues. It's just a different world. It's like you 
you know, you're trading one thing for another. And we have a deer problem, right? The deer coming. On the boat? <laughs> at our house. No, at our house. You know, they yeah, munch all the flowers. So they munch all the. They're so cute to look at, but they eat my flowers. So right. they're literally kind of like a rodent. That's what people even say. Cause giant, giant, long, <laughs> spindly-legged rodents. <laughs> because they eat so much of my vegetation. Um, but so I'm like, oh, we won't have deer anymore. But oh, wait, we're going to have otters. Otters, right. So that's, or that's exciting. There was a boathouse that we saw a pigeon got stuck into it. And we look in this boathouse because most people have windows like where you can into the boathouse into you can the look boathouse into it. you can see as you're walking down the dock and we'll just kind of look in at what people you know have in there and we see this guy's boat and it is covered in, in pigeon poop pigeon poop yeah and the pigeon has thrashed around so much i mean there's like part oh. of the the insulation on the ceiling that got torn down because that pigeon is to desperate get to get out <laughs> so it's not like we're avoiding all creatures oh <laughs> Well, it's not like we're like we're getting just, rid of all the problems that land people right. have. No, we just have water versions of those problems. Right. I'm still excited. It's we're just, still doing we're, it. We're still doing it. It's just the whole dream of not having any of the land problems uh, may, uh, <laughs> may may turn out to, to be more problems than we realized. Yeah, and I think I'm going to start reading more of this book. Yeah. As I was flipping it, I saw a thing on clothes and like how to store things. I thought, I should probably learn some of this stuff. Yeah, since we're going to be living on our boat. <laughs> well, it just feels like, you know, when we vacation, you know, we just take a week and we go. But uh, apparently living is different. We'll get we'll get this <laughs> okay. figured out, everybody. And uh, we'll be sure to share with you all of our mishaps along the way. So also this week, I forgot to mention in the beginning that Hayden uh, did a two-week sailing class. Yeah. That she wanted to do. And that just finished. Um, we've been ha- We've had pictures of her. Um, on Instagram as well. She's been going through it. And she said we could interview her. So that's cool. cool. And to preface that a little bit, our oldest daughter is the one who hated the idea of us moving on to a boat. If you've ever dealt with a 15-year-old girl, you know, I mean, they just hate everything you want to do. Um, They tend to... We're wrong every time. Yes. Um, (laughs) It's been so long since I've been right in front of her. I have no idea. No. um, (laughs) She's a good kid. But um, she was completely opposed to the idea of living on a boat. She thought it was weird. She thought that um, it was just a terrible thing. That her friends would think she's weird. Yeah. And so she ended up joining the sailing program. And somehow she told us, and I'll, I'll let her talk about it too. But she told us that, you know what? Maybe I'll save this for the interview. Okay. I've got Hayden here with us to talk a little bit about the sailing program. So what made you want to get into the sailing program, Hayden? Uh, well, I didn't want to be I didn't want to be bored over the summer because I know that I get bored really easily and I had nothing to do and I was like, yeah, it might be fun, you know, I'll just try it out. Was there anything about sailing in particular that was no. interesting? No, just was something to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And how we found out about it is some lady had a flyer. Mm-hmm. When we were getting the line untangled, you were in the water. <laughs> when I was Josh, trying to cut the line loose. When you were from trying to cut the line, the a lady walked by and handed Hayden a flyer. And said, yeah. hey, there's a sailing program. You should look at it. So Hayden had the flyer and thought, yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> okay. So day one, what's your experience? Uh, well, we had to capsize the boat. First day. First day. So we could <laughs> learn how to like get up if we needed to, which came in useful because I capsized like three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like I, I thought it was fun. We learned like knots and stuff. And I was like, oh, wow, this is actually really fun. I just... Don't want to go back in the water. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
how did th- did this change your feelings about being on the water all the time, living on a boat, for example? Well, only after I had like talked to the other sailors about it, like because they thought it was really cool. <laughs> Wait, they thought what was cool? So other the, kids the boat was really cool, like living on it and stuff. They were like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's not totally lame. <laughs> <laughs> so peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. Ah, cool. Um, what's the what's the coolest thing that happened to you while you were in the sailing class? Um, we were learning roll tacking, which is when you uh, are like switching sides, uh, like according to like the wind. And you like basically roll the boat sideways in order to get some momentum to change directions. And I was roll tacking and I didn't do it right the first time and I fell in the water (laughs) but um, a seal actually came up to me and because it sounds like a seal when you get any falling like it sounds like them like flopping and and so so the seal thought maybe you were a seal yeah and so it came up to me and I was like oh my gosh it's so cute (laughs) yeah and this is a normal seal that you guys see it's named gnarly charlie that's what the sailors named him oh so it's like he's a regular in the area like you'll pop up like you know it's him because he gets really really close to the boats he came up to us uh yesterday on friday cool what about the day he came up to you with a fish in his mouth oh yeah he came up to the marina with half a salmon just gnawing on it yeah it was kind of gross but (laughs) (laughs) um if what would you say to anyone else who is thinking about sailing? Like, like, is this something that you'd encourage anyone to do? Yeah, because like you get to learn some like some skills and like team building, definitely, and then you like make friends along the way because we're all pretty goofy, I'd say. And like, it's a safe environment. Like, it's not like super duper competitive, but it also is competitive at the same time. But like, I don't know, just make you build really good friendships and on the team, yeah, on the on the training class. So now that the two week training program is over. What do you want to do next as far as sailing is concerned? Um, like maybe join the team or something. And I know on uh, Tuesday uh, they're hosting race team practice. So I'll probably go to that and just check it out and maybe go more often. Cool. I think there's one more class they said you can take called like the intro. Intro to high school sailing. Into the high school sailing. And then she can join the sailing team if she wants to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's also like there's that and there's other classes too. There's like the... Because I was in the basic class, there's intermediate and advanced if I wanted to go that route or if I wanted to do the sailing. Then do you get to go on the bigger sailboat like I saw those kids that day? There's the bigger sailboat. No, that that's a, a different thing entirely. Okay. But it's still like part of the sailing program, right? For the littles to teach them about sailing. Hmm. They looked like they were older. but it's No, a- that's the instructors. Mm-hmm. That's oh. also a different class. Like Sam does uh trapeze sailing which is not like a trapeze actually it's not an actual trapeze but you do get hooked <laughs> to like you get hooked to the boat and then like you lean all the way out of the boat while standing so you're like who does that level to the water uh sam like so you like lean out of the boat so you're like level with the water i've seen that. in order to like rock the boat a certain amount it's like it has to be really high winds and it's really fast pace so I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's too hard. <laughs> Got it. I think that sounds fun. Dangerous. So to wrap this up, um, sailing program A+. Plus, I mean, like you loved it? Yeah. Cool. And what about living on a boat? I mean, I don't know still. It's 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 kind of iffy. It's in a gray area. So gray before area. the sailing program, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you feel about living on a boat? Zero. Zero. And now that you've gone through the sailing program and other kids think it's super cool, what scale of 1 to 10? It's like a 3. That's a win for me. That's perfect. Well, also, Hayden and I are talking. So she will be 16 in November. Okay. So she's already got her learner's permit. She'll learn how to drive. But 
at the Yacht Club, we can only have two vehicles in the parking lot at a time. Okay. So we've talked about, well, she wants to get a job. She'd need a vehicle. But Hayden and I talked yesterday. Yeah, the instructors at the sailing club are paid. They, She could be an instructor next summer. But I'd also have to like, program. get some experience. And right. I'd probably do like the harbor mice. Right. Like the little tiny kids learning about boats. But then she wouldn't have to drive to her job. Oh, yeah, that's true. So... Yeah, I think I I might want to do the harbor mice. I could not teach like kids my age. Sure, I would only goof sure. off. That'd be awkward, I guess. <laughs> or yeah, How, the harbor mice are like six years so, old, like hmm. five. It sounds funny when you say harbor mice. Like the first time you told me, like oh yeah, like, that's the class. They're like the little tiny <laughs> harbor the, mice. Like the little kids, they're like five. You know, you thought she was talking about there being like, rice, what? mice There's at the mice? <laughs> No, that's just what the class is called. It's really they're so cute. Like they're so sweet. They're like four and five year olds learning about the water. Which is cute. They like yeah. learn parts of a sailboat. They don't. They don't actually sail by themselves. Like somebody sails with them and teaches right. them. Cool. Well, thanks, Hayden. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> I'm tired. All right, get out of here. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, I don't know about you, Kendra. I I think that Hayden going from a zero out of ten to a three out of ten in interest in living on a boat <laughs> is an absolute win. I mean, I think that's awesome. And I think she's really tired right now so Hayden's not a morning person and it's well it's 10 but <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 a.m guys she should have been awake a long time ago she's been like this since it's she was a, a summer kid well since she's little she's a night person if we asked her at 10 o'clock tonight she would be super chatty and have a ton of things to say and she'd talk really fast and maybe like a four out of ten she'd give us or maybe <laughs> yeah, a, might, maybe a five right up at one or the, <laughs> the job thing I talked to her before she went to bed the other night and she was super excited so yeah we'll take what we can get yeah she's tired so we are still looking for a bigger boat. Like, Yeah, so we gave up the big boat, the 60-footer we were Yeah, I think wanting. we mentioned that before. Right. So we um, gave that up in June. Yeah. And have kind of been looking. We haven't gone to look at any other boats, really. We've just been looking online. Right. Um, we've we forced ourselves. Footers. Yeah, we forced ourselves to reduce the boat size to 50 feet because we now own <laughs> well, a 50-foot boathouse. The biggest reason is the boathouse. Right. <laughs> We can't stick out uh, the back. So we, uh, you know, and you guys have to know, we've looked at so many boats, like a ton yeah. of boats. Our kids are tired of looking at boats. They are. We are probably going to look at a few more boats this weekend, but come Monday, um, our boat search is going to grind to a screeching halt. Like it's going to slow way well, down. Living on a boat, all of a sudden, <laughs> it might not happen for the next six weeks now. Yeah. So... On Monday, uh, this coming Monday, I'll be going in for, uh, what the doctor call it, reconstructive ligament surgery on my right ankle, yep. um, which I roll my ankle all the time. Uh, it turned out that I had severely damaged the ligament. Not terribly fun, not terribly interesting, <laughs> um, but uh, the doc said I will not be on my feet for six weeks. I've already got issued a set of crutches. I'll be uh, given a bottle of really heavy-duty pain meds. And I have to do all the driving. Get, yeah, right, it's my right <laughs> foot, so I won't be driving. Um, getting on and off a boat uh, of any kind. Our boat, uh, a boat we're looking at. But our boat in particular. Like, we don't have any big doors going into our boat, so you have to, like, kind of climb and duck and, and all right. that to get into right. our boat. It's not easy. Like, I always feel bad when you we have... You have to be a little athletic right, for our boat. <laughs> right. Like, our parents climbing in and out, I always feel bad. I'm like, they're getting too old to climb in and out. Like, I can't wait to get a boat with bigger doors and easier for even them. Right. Um. So, yeah, add crutches and <laughs> pain meds. I'm, I don't even want you to go to the boat. <laughs> right. 
Um, plus, the, the thing that's actually the most comical picture for me is uh, with the tide going up and down, there are ramps that go from land to the docks. Mm-hmm. And when the tide's all the way up, the the ramps are basically flat. It's just, you know, you just walk straight out. But when the tide goes out, uh, we're talking about sometimes a 16-foot f- swing. And now the ramps are really steep. And you can't go down ramps no. with crutches, I don't think. No, even <laughs> even at that, the other day we were there and an older couple was trying to take down their ice and i even thought like maybe we should offer some help because the ramp is really oh, yeah, they're, they're pushing steep. a cart and it's got you yeah. know a big well, bucket full like, of ice in it it was like a full moon or a no moon which made it the swing of the tide even more so so the tide was extra low and we walk past them and a second later i hear crash ice everywhere we were worried for a minute because it's like was it them did they fall but so then all i'm thinking is now josh and his crutches well hang on they didn't fall they didn't their tub tub of ice fell and i'm actually glad like let it go (laughs) just let the cooler go don't chase the cooler (laughs) into the water (laughs) just let it go and nothing fell in the water except for ice right um but all i can picture is you Trying to <laughs> on my crutches. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so, so starting on Monday, um, our trips to our own boat might be a little limited, which means well, I will go. I there's stuff I need to get done. So, what might happen is I'll have less <laughs> stories to talk about as far as what's going on at the boat. Um, so, I'll Kendra fill might you be in. Kendra might be filling everyone in. Hopefully, there's no otters. <laughs> right. Uh, I so, don't know if I could deal with that on my own. I have like a heightened sense of smell. and. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's the the upcoming adventure. So uh, we're not sure exactly what's going to happen between this week and next week. And who knows? I mean, you might make it really good on your crutches and, you know, after a couple weeks. Because you have a cast for two weeks and then you're just in a boot, right? Right, right. Well, still so, on crutches, though, because they want it to be zero weight bearing. Right. I just mean right. like your mobility to kind of help around. Here's what I think. I think I next know. week is either going to be kind of a boring episode where not a lot happened or it's going to be really funny because I'm stubborn and I tried to getting on our no, boat anyway. No, 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 <laughs> no. Maybe. We'll see. No. I'm saying no. I don't need you more hurt. I need you healed as fast as possible because I can't do it all by myself. <laughs> all right. We'll see. No. Okay. Well, I think that's it for this week, everyone. Um, Hope you had fun on this. Head over to dropanchorpodcast.com where you can see all of our pictures that we've got on Instagram and uh, follow our Twitter feed, our Facebook feed, etc., etc. If you have any tips, really, go ahead and throw them out our our, our way. We're still learning. If you got any good bug tips, let us know. (laughs) Rodents, ew. Uh, All right. Love you, Kendra. Love you, too. So I'd like to say I am sneaking this into our podcast, but I really can't because I don't do the editing. (laughs) Josh does the editing. There'll be no sneaking. But I did tell him I wanted to say one little thing. Uh, Today is Josh's birthday. So I wanted to say happy birthday. Aw, thanks. And I'm pretty lucky to be able to go through this life journey with you. And I love you. Aw. So happy birthday, honey. Thanks, baby. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> just because it follows up from last week's episode, if you're like thinking and doing the math and you realize we got married a week ago, I didn't think that through when we got married 17 years ago, that a week later... <laughs> it's my birthday. I had to be the wife that's like, 
it's your birthday. <laughs> like a lot of pressure. <laughs> First thing right out the gate. Like we just, anyway. But I'm still glad <laughs> that we're married. And uh, happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs>